Hello, and welcome to the Aligned as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Martina Salling, personal trainer turned trauma-informed alignment coach. And this podcast was created for the ambitious woman who knows she's made for more. If this is you, if you're someone who is not willing to settle for just surviving, but you know that you're meant to thrive, then keep listening because we're going to be talking all about living a soul-led life in alignment with your higher self, connecting with your intuition, the journey of personal and spiritual development, doing the inner work so you can get out of your own way and live life to your fullest potential, optimizing your wellness physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Basically, this podcast is about becoming aligned as fuck so that you can embody the happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled version of yourself, and together we can help raise the consciousness and vibration of this planet. If this sounds like a fuck yes, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. So if you've ever set goals for yourself, but have had difficulty following through on them, and not because you didn't have a good plan, let's say that you knew exactly which steps to take that would get you to your goal, but your main challenge is or was staying consistent long enough to actually get there. Um, If this sounds familiar at all, maybe this is something that you're currently working on, or maybe you've tried in the past and even gotten frustrated with yourself because you know what to do, you just can't seem to follow through with it. So if that's a yes, then you're in the right place because I'm totally here to support you through this so that self-sabotage can be a thing of the past. So I know the situation all too well because I was a personal trainer for eight years and I care deeply about my clients making sustainable, healthy changes in their lifestyle. And here's the thing, most of my clients actually came to me after trying many diets and workout programs So they'd been trying to lose weight for a very long time and had setback after setback. Maybe it was an injury or an illness or a weekend of binging on unhealthy habits, things like that. And these would all lead to feelings of failure and feeling like they were back at square one. And I sensed that giving my clients another workout program or meal plan, or even educating more around gut health or inflammation or hormones, This just didn't seem like enough for them to make those lasting changes. And I was like pouring my heart and soul into this, even to the point where I was getting burnt out and I was getting frustrated. Like, why, why can't we make these sustainable changes together? So finally I thought, okay, maybe mindset work will do the trick. And I put together some resources for this and helped them through things because I was noticing that a lot of my clients had negative self-talk. There were limiting beliefs that needed to be addressed. And I figured that by bringing light to these things, that we could create sustainable, healthy changes and stay on track with a lifestyle that was healthy long-term. However, I was actually missing something crucial as a coach. While I was on track with the limiting belief part, at that time, I didn't understand how to actually change those beliefs for good. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on in this episode. But this is because when we address these things on just the level of the mind, it's usually not integrating deep enough to make those lasting changes. So let's talk about why we self-sabotage. Self-sabotage happens when your core beliefs are not aligned with your actions. So for example, let's say that you have this belief, this is a core belief that you're a lazy person. And then one day you decide to start running every day. 
maybe because you want to lose weight. So you stick with this for a few days, and then by day four, you feel like sleeping in. So you take a day off from running, and then on day five, you really don't feel like running, so you skip it. Day six rolls around, and you're like, fuck this, I'm too lazy to be a runner. So you've proven to yourself that you're a lazy person because you had this belief initially, and this belief is deep-rooted into your body in your subconscious, and your body sensed a misalignment, right? So the actions that you were taking didn't reflect the fact that you're a lazy person because you're taking actions of an athletic person, right? So that misalignment there, that's the biggest problem. So if there were a dialogue from your body, it might sound something like, why are you running? You're lazy, remember? So the few days that you did go running, it probably felt like a battle. Maybe you ignore the voice that says that you're lazy. But since it's been there for so long, it's got strong neural pathways. So eventually your body tries to find homeostasis. That's the balance and the alignment between your beliefs and your actions. Okay, so maybe by now you're wondering like, okay, this sounds familiar, but how the fuck do I end this pattern? So first we have to look at how your current beliefs are actually playing out in your reality. There's gonna be some self-reflection here, right? Maybe some journaling, getting really honest with yourself, even if it's uncomfortable. That's the only way that we can really make these lasting changes. So using the example of the belief being, I'm a lazy person, this is a core belief, this might be subconscious, right? So this might not be words that you're actually using, but maybe this is the core belief behind the words that you use. That belief is gonna create a thought pattern. Maybe something like, exercise is too much effort. And that thought leads to a feeling, a feeling of laziness or lacking energy. And that feeling, right, because there's no energy there, is gonna create the action of not exercising. And this action creates the result of a body that doesn't move much. So can you see how the result is a reflection of the belief? And this is all happening subconsciously. So if we were to look at the opposite scenario, just to give another example here, let's say you've got the belief of, I'm an athlete. That's going to create thought patterns of, it's normal for me to exercise daily. And that thought is going to turn into a feeling of having energy to actually move your body. And then the action that comes from that is going to be physical activity. And the result of regular physical activity is going to be a body that moves and exercises often. So hopefully this is all making sense so far. We really have to go through this whole kind of pattern of how it plays out in your subconscious, in your body, starting with beliefs, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. So go ahead and write that down if you need to, and that way you can start journaling and figuring out, okay, maybe reverse engineering. What's the result you want? And then how can you reverse engineer that into a belief that's going to actually be supportive for you? And I also have a request from you. If this all sounds familiar so far, if you're like, okay, this sounds like exactly what I've been doing wrong, Please stop beating yourself up if you're taking actions to be healthier and then you're self-sabotaging because really it's not your fault. You've been misled to believe that as long as you know what to do, then you can just start taking actions and you're set up for success. 
And hopefully by now you can see that that is simply not true, right? We can't just jump to the action phase. We have to literally go all the way back to the belief. Otherwise, it's not going to last, right? So if we want to make sustainable long-term changes, those beliefs have to be addressed on the subconscious level, not just the level of the mind. And I'll tell you a bit more about what I mean by that as well. So the secret to ending self-sabotage for good is rewiring your nervous system, right? We have to integrate the new beliefs into your body, not just your mind. We have to get into the subconscious. And this is pretty wild because 95%, that's, that's 95% of our mind that's operating from subconscious place right? So by default or perhaps conditioning, we're only 5% conscious. And of course we can train ourselves to be more conscious. I highly recommend that, you know, living with more conscious, more intention, that is just going to be making life so much more fulfilling, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, and on top of that as well, it said that up to 80% of what's happening in our subconscious is not serving us. So that's pretty wild. That's a big, a big, big portion of, you know, space in our subconscious that we can really work on to create some new changes, some new beliefs that are going to lead to taking actions that are more aligned, which leads to the results that we desire. Okay. So what do I mean when I say we have to make the changes on the level of the body, not just the mind? So many people are familiar with affirmations. Right? I'm not going to say that I'm against affirmations, but there's something that tends to happen with them. So if, for example, if you're repeating an affirmation, let's say to create a new belief that you desire to be true, I'd like you to tune into your body. And when you repeat this affirmation, just notice if there are any parts of you that are opposing this affirmation or this new belief. Maybe there's another voice that comes into your head that's like, nope, that's not true. Or maybe there's a part of your physical body that becomes tense or there's this tightness, right? We want to lean into those and explore those. There's something there. And if this is happening for you and it's very common, it's going to be hard to actually embody that new belief because your body is on some level rejecting it. Right? So we can't just keep repeating something if the body keeps rejecting it. We're not really going to get very far with that. So looking back at that original example, right? let's say you're like, okay, great. So as long as I believe I'm an athlete, then I'll be more active. Almost. like We're almost there. If you repeat the affirmation, I'm an athlete, but your previous belief has been, I'm a lazy person, there's likely going to be a voice that comes up being like, Huh, no, you're not. You're not an athlete, right? Because your subconscious is going to use past evidence of why this isn't true for you. So who do you think is going to win, right? That old subconscious pattern that's been there for so long or the brand new belief that you're bringing in that's being rejected, right? So not to worry, there's actually a slight but very potent shift that you can make here And this is going to help to integrate this new belief. It sounds stupid simple, but just trust me on this one. It's enough to shut up the negative voice that's resisting the new belief. If you say, instead of, 
I am an athlete. If you say I'm in the process of becoming an athlete, then this belief is likely going to be easier to accept into your body. And the key here is that it has to sit well with your body. If you repeat an affirmation that is creating this tension, that's not being integrated easily, it's just not going to work so well. But if you can say, I'm in the process of, we're almost like tricking that, it's that ego voice, it's the negative one, right? So we're almost tricking that ego into being like, oh yeah, okay, I can get on board with that. I mean, it's not untrue, right? That you can't really deny if you're in the process of something because it has no evidence of why you can't begin a new process, right? So again, if, if you can repeat that, you know, make it your own, make it whatever feels like you can actually integrate it. It's going to sit well with your body. And I really encourage you to connect with your body physically when repeating these affirmations or these new beliefs, right? Maybe you're placing a hand on your heart, whatever feels good for you. And just noticing the thoughts that follow your new beliefs, the feelings that come up in your physical body. The actions that those feelings are going to pull you towards. And from there, the results are then going to be something that naturally happens with a lot less force, right? So I'm all about taking inspired action, something that feels more like a pull than a push. And this is because inspired action comes from connecting with your body and your soul, your true self, right? So When you're taking those actions, like when you were running every day, let's say, even though you thought you were a lazy person, it's likely going to feel like a lot of force, like a lot of like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but you're making yourself do it anyway. Whereas when you change that belief and you actually believe that you are an active person, it's going to be a lot easier. It's not going to feel like an uphill battle trying to make yourself exercise. You're actually going to feel like you know, I actually want to exercise. I feel good when I exercise because that's your core belief. So I hope you learned something from this. And if so, maybe you have a friend who's also working on integrating some new healthy habits and you can send this over to help them out. Because surrounding yourself with people who are aligned with your desired outcomes, that's another powerful way to shift your beliefs right? There's a quote that's like, you're the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. So maybe start to look at your circle too. And like, what is the, what are the core beliefs of your main circle of those five people that you're around the most? And if they have beliefs that are more limiting or negative or, you know, holding back from taking these positive, healthy actions, that's going to be affecting your subconscious as well. Cause your subconscious goes, well, I'm like them, so I guess I'm going to have the same beliefs as them or beliefs that are more aligned with them. Of course, unless you're more conscious, right? So we bring that conscious awareness in. And if you can choose to surround yourself with people whose beliefs are going to be more aligned and more supportive to where you're going, you're going to get there faster too, right? So why not connect with friends who also want to grow and evolve? That's it for today. So thank you for hanging out with me today on this podcast and I hope you have an awesome day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. 
This really helps more people learn about the show. If you feel called to share this podcast with a friend, this also means the world to me. And I love connecting with my listeners on Instagram, so you can always take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Be sure to tag me at Martina Salling. Thanks again for choosing the path of alignment and have an aligned as fuck day. Thank you.